high stress alert because my daughter is in a space right now where she is just constantly screaming. Mm. She wakes up screaming. There's nothing wrong. Mm. She just wants to complain. If, if, if it's not going her way, it's screaming. She is she is responding with such aggression yeah. that I just have to literally breathe through every single day being like, she's a baby. It's temporary. But also, you're not a baby. You know what's going on. She's so intelligent that I'm, I'm, I feel like we're already at this place where she's really trying to test the boundaries. It's not just me. She's doing it with everybody in the house. Mm-hmm. Like she's walking up to her brother and smacking him in the back of the head. Oh, she's walking up to her dad and like being like, no. Like I'm like, where did you learn like, my dad called me the other day and he was like, Melanie, I saw the video of Kaya that you sent to the family. You really need to get her attitude together. I was like, dad, I, he's like, where is she learning this? I was like, she came this way. Yeah, that's yeah. how she is. I did not, te- no one in the house, you you mean to tell me that Joyful Cam is, is teaching her that? No. Right. I'm like, no one in this house is aggressive. We are not physical people. Yeah. We don't argue. We don't fight. We're loud, but we know, you know, like in a joyful way. She just has this energy already that I am really challenged navigating because when she was a baby, she used to wake up and she used to oh, and be and now she just wakes up and the first thing she does is eh, eh. it's like she's complaining. It's not even a cry. You know, if it was a cry, I might be like, something's wrong. Let me help you. Let me nurture you. The complaining it's like, what are you complaining She's about? She's a Sagittarius, honey. They're yes. never happy, she, baby. Is she not a morning person? No, she she's girl. If this if this is any indication of what kind of person she is, she's not a morning person, an afternoon person, or a night person because she's just complaining all day. If it's not going her way, she's complaining. She asks for Elmo. No, eh, I mean, where are you learning a tantrum already? You, I, I don't get it. Like I really feel challenged in parenting by this one. Yeah. I really do already. And again, as you guys know. I never thought I was going to have a daughter. So the fact that I have one, I feel like I'm overly triggered because mm. it is my mission in life for us to have a good relationship. Yeah. yeah. And I'm doing my best at with what I have. Mm-hmm. I'm going to do the best I can with what yeah, I got, God. you know, to try to set a really strong foundation of having trust and communication and not being reactive because I am super reactive. It's like, I'm all kumbaya until mm-hmm. you come at me sideways. And I'm, my husband will tell you that. Everyone in my life will tell you that. And I'm working on it. <laughs> but with her, she's really, which I too know, has come to make me work on these things. Yeah. And so I am just struggling, y'all. Like, what do you do? Like, at the you have kids that are in this stage and then also kind of out of this stage. Yeah. What? Yeah. Okay. So I can, I can relate to you. Oh, God. Like, a hundred thousand percent. Because that's how my little Zinni is. Like, since he was a baby, he would just, like, even even down to when I was breastfeeding him, he would, like, bully me into, mm. like, I would feed him, and then it would just be, like, nah, like, just grabbing on me, and I was so overwhelmed. I would just cry and be, like, I don't know what to do. And his dad didn't know what to do either, and he just always had this, like, strong will. Like, yes. very, like so when you talk about Kai, I'm like, oh, my God, it literally sounds like Zen. So even so fast forward now to him being four and I couldn't wait for him to talk because all he would do was scream. And it was like, you're trying to communicate. And now Zen, I told him the other day, I was like, baby. And some people probably look at me like I'm crazy when I talk to him. I was like, son, 
I have never met a four-year-old that talks as much shit as you do. <laughs> I was like, it is crazy. And he's like, I'm not talking shit. And I was like, no. I was like, and then I'm, I have to catch myself because I'm like, you're interacting with the four-year-old right now. <laughs> but he talks so much shit and he talks it good. Like yeah. it, ta- and I'm, you know, and I have to tell him like, you have to stop. So when he's at school, he's not like that. The school, oh my God, we love him. Blah, 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 uh-huh. All this stuff. So when me and his father go into the parent-teacher conferences and we're like, so do you guys notice this? They're like, they're looking at us like, what are you talking about? <laughs> wow. Completely different. So it's he's doing it where he's, yeah, this where he's like comfortable. Problem. So he'll do it like with me, his dad, our partners, his grandmothers, like, you know, he's very mean to his sister. So what we did yesterday is we had our first behavioral therapy session and it was fantastic. Oh. With a with a therapist? Yep. And she's a black woman. <gasps> yes. Oh, this is amazing. Yeah. Because I, I, we both got to a point where we were like, for me, well, for both of us, it was a something bigger. I feel like it's so important to teach our kids communication skills, like in general, yes. right? But the fact that I have a little black boy that's growing up in this world Oof. and they already feel like I feel like I mentioned this before, but they they when I'm talking I'm talking about white people, cops, whatever, right? Society and their weird ways of thinking that an aggressive black man is like the most scariest thing when sometimes they're that's just how they're expressing themselves and maybe they just don't have the words in that moment right and it goes from zero to a hundred and so my thing was I want to equip my son with everything that he needs like at a young age and especially because we're training them now like how to be in the world how to like you know just how to exist so I'm like if we implement this now and we want to learn too as parents you know so all of us getting involved and yesterday he like she came right out the fact that she was black and she was a woman I was like absolutely yeah (laughs) but she was so patient with him when he didn't listen she would be like well like teach us different tricks you know but definitely at this I was like we're getting to that age where like he knows better but he's and sometimes he'll say like I don't want to not listen like he's trying but he just doesn't have the tools you know Mm -hmm. so that has that's something that we're like looking forward to see what that looks like in three six nine months you know but I'm I was like yeah nah I'm I I refuse to raise him and he's not knowing so then on the other end too my mom struggled a lot with my brother you know and a lot of the males in our in my family I noticed that they all have like communication issues or something so I looked at it from an even bigger lens of like how do I make sure or how do I prevent any mm. of these things that happen over here happening over yeah, here you know cycle. so just very like on top of it mm-hmm. but I mean that was a long-winded answer but girl <laughs> behavioral therapy I was like this is there's no other way I'm gonna lose my mind he's taught me a lot of patience I agree that when I see Kaya it's her frustration like she's a highly intelligent kid she actually has a very vast vocabulary for girl. her age and so they almost I, be too smart for I, their age. If I press her and I say, and she's, ah, and I'm like, I don't understand that. I need you to use your words. And she'd be like, up. And I'm she's like, trying. I'm like, that's so then say that, you know, and I tell her, I'm like, you don't have to scream. The other day she screamed at in me and I just stared at her and she stopped and then she screamed again and then she stopped and she, I could see she was like, what's going to get a response from you. And I know that that's where she's at and she's testing it. But like, I 
Again, too, I'm looking forward to the time when she can actually communicate effectively, like when there are more words and sentences and phrases and we can have a dialogue because I'm willing to hear what you got to say, sis, but I'm not willing to be yelled at. Yeah. Yeah. And I and I so I just keep telling myself it's temporary. She's not even a year and a half. You know, it's just temporary. Nothing lasts forever. It's going to be okay. (laughs) Jared, Jared just keeps saying he's like, yeah, he's like. Jared said it the other day. He's like, man, I just needed to mature a little bit. <laughs> like, she's a year and a half. She's not even a year and a half. But he's yeah. like, you know, I just want to get to that stage. And then also, too, I'm sure having a kid like Peace and Cameron, who was so communicative, like Cameron can express and articulate his feelings and thoughts better than most adults I know. Yeah. So it's just really difficult for me to recognize that this this type of parenting I have this time is completely different how is it with because like you said kyle will go up to cam and like slap in the back of his head mm-hmm. like do you see him like his his personality or anything changing when she is being like i see that cam f- walks the line of trying to parent her and then also be like son sit down i'm the big brother boop mm-hmm. hit you back and it's funny to see him be like that with her because cam is so non-confrontational and so non-physical so when he does that i'm like oh this big brother shit is instinctive like it's like even the sweetest big brother is gonna be like sit down you little jit like sit down yeah. <laughs> you know like girl what you doing so it's just like a funny thing to see him be that way and to see him enforce that. But I wonder what her experience is in her mind. Like, yeah. she's just like, oh, everybody's, I need to assert myself. That's the energy I feel like. I feel like she's trying yeah. to assert her own dominance. But what I was going to say, she's talking, she's probably has that energy too because she's around, everyone's older than her and bigger than her, even Cam. So she's trying to like, she's, trying to fit in Mm -hmm. do you know what i mean and like assert herself give her opinion and i just feel like that's completely like her behavior is completely normal you already know that i think it's just different for you because you've experienced a different child but i mean i have four completely different kids yes like four completely different kids but (laughs) no the the screaming thing is something that two out of four of my children did and it was very annoying but even tata does that she does it right now and i feel like what I learned the most from parenting Amira is that number one is consistency and whatever you introduce them to as a response is what they initially, that is how they like develop their communication towards you. Mm -hmm. Right. So if they're screaming at you and you're responding, then they know that that's going to get a Mm -hmm, reaction from mm you. So even with, Tata, even if she can't say a word, I'm like, say up, she knows how to say, up. but like, let's just say it's a word she doesn't know how to say. Like, I'm like, say please. She'll be like, bees. Mm. Yes, that's fine. Oh, that works. Course. Yeah, but but to that point, if she's screaming, mm-hmm. I'm not giving it to you. Yeah. And 100%. I'm like, say please. Even if she can't say it, just something, a word or a sound that's other than you screaming Absolutely. so that you understand like, oh, I have to talk or I have to try to communicate. Obviously, they can't fully communicate with us. No, that, but you that's know the what thing. I mean? She gets that part. Yeah. She still chooses to scream. Then just don't answer her. I know, but you girl- got to have, this is the number one thing. We have to have you will never have more patience than your child has, meaning like they will outwill you to the death. Yes. The but persistence. you just have to try. Listen, I think, I don't know if it's by number four, your ears are just able to be like, boop, I'm going to turn it. Like, no, I hate the sound it, of the it. Sa- the sound hate for it. me, it, it, it's like a mental challenge. Yes. The constant noise. Yep. I'm like, girl, girl, how do you think I feel? I'm always yelling at Chia because he blocks it out. 
Yeah, Jared so can block it out too. I don't like that because he'll just be right by them and they'll be yelling at each other, screaming, arguing, crying. And I'm like, yo, what is going on in there? Like, that is not a, to me, that, like, he's like, well, we have a lot of, I'm like, I don't care. That's not about to be the soundtrack to my life. Mm. Like, I'm not about to be listening to everybody arguing and screaming and yelling. I will go in the room like, what is the issue? Yes. Azara took this from me. I'm like, okay, then tell her you don't like that. Like, communicate your feelings. Like, all of my children. It's funny you said that about Cam because I feel like with Amira, she was so sweet until her sisters came around uh-huh. and were being aggressive with her and then now she's like get off me right. like that type of thing like it definitely they definitely change with a sibling the big siblings oh for sure yeah oh for sure you know speaking of like communication I was really I had a really beautiful moment with Cameron the other day because he's playing basketball and he's at this age where you know, I think too, even in parenting, it's such a fine line. You have certain dreams for your kids. You yeah. want to like push them to be certain things. Jared always says, when I was younger, my parents, he says, I love my parents, but the one thing that I wish they did was push me harder. Mm-hmm. He's like, if I had someone who was pushing me harder, I probably would have been better and further along and more focused on a skill than I started late in life. Like, he's like, you know, I didn't start playing basketball till I was like late. He's mm-hmm. like, I wish somebody would have given me a basketball at five, yeah. you know, and said, hey, try this and or anything. Mm-hmm. But my parents were so like, no, you don't want to do it. Fine. He's, he always uses this example. He says, my dad would could build cars. He said, my dad could open up a, the hood of a car, take out everything inside, fix it and put it back together. My dad would be like, come outside with me. And I'd be like, no. He said, I wish my dad would have been like, come outside with me. You mm-hmm. don't get an option. Yep. You know, so we struggle with that. How would we do things differently? Like, what did we not get? So, for example, basketball now is in Cam's life. He is a natural athlete. Cameron is a natural athlete, but he doesn't have the interest in sports Mm. at top of brain yet. Mm -hmm. Right. He's creative. His imagination is what fuels him. He's in his brain in that way. Physically, Cameron has excellent natural ability in sports. So team dynamics is also really important. So we signed him up for this basketball league. We just finished the first season. We're, we're driving home at the end of the, the, the end of the season ended and we're in the, the gym. And I noticed there was like this resistance every time it was like, hey, we got to go to basketball training. Hey, we got to go to the oh, I just got home from school. <laughs> Wait, like him. <laughs> yeah, I'm like, what? I'm like, you don't have a job. Like what? Every I when I would come home from school. I wanted to drop everything, and go right back outside, you know, and Cam doesn't even get to watch TV or be on his tablet during the week. So I'm like, what is it that you don't you just want to be in the house doing nothing yeah. that I can't go for. So longer story short, we're leaving the game and he's like, I'm bored. <laughs> I stopped and I looked around. First of all, we're this incredible facility where kids are playing basketball. And I said, you're bored. I said, take a look around here. You think any one of these kids that's up in here is bored right now? So we got into the car and I was about to get in that ass because now I'm annoyed because now I didn't spend every Friday taking you to practices and games, spent my money, done all these things to put something. If you don't want to do this, fine. But I hear that voice in my head that was like, you can't let your kids dictate when they give up at this age. Right. Because mm-hmm. he's like, I like basketball. And I asked him and I had this conversation with him. I said, Cameron, what is it about basketball that you don't like? And he paused and he said, well, just sometimes it's a little confusing. And mm. all of a sudden, a light went on for me. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, okay. Thank you for being able to. He's like, if 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 the point is getting the ball in the basket, why do we have to dribble and, and guard people? And like, he's now. Oh, it's, bri- the, it's the 
the strategy of yeah, the game of it, yeah. that he feels confused by. So that's why when he's playing, sometimes his brain, he's looking off to the side because he's hearing the coach. He's hearing his dad and I yell on the sidelines because we're basketball people. <laughs> like he's trying to figure out because he doesn't understand the game. Yeah. Right. And so when he articulated that to me, it literally just opened up this conversation for him and I that was, listen, Basketball doesn't have to be your thing, but I need you to think about what you're good at. I need you to think about what you love and what you like and what lights you up. I want you to have goals and dreams for yourself that are not things that are just what mommy and daddy want for you. I want you to really tap in to what do you, because I said to him, I was like, I said, I said, do you want to play another sport? He says, I want to play baseball. So I signed him up for a baseball camp. I don't care what it is. Just show me an interest in something. And so I told him, I said, I've signed you up for basketball again. Mm Mm-hmm. And I was like, and it's not because there's any other thing. I said, I just want you to go into it with the idea that you want to get better. Yeah. You want to challenge yourself to be better. And he was like, okay, mommy. And I think taking the pressure off of him for like having to get it right and figuring it out. Because I think that's where he was internalizing everything, which is why there was like this hesitation. Yeah. So I just really appreciate how effective he is. What a what an effective communicator he is when given the opportunity. But he's always and he's always been like he's that. always been a sage. Yeah. Cameron has always been wise with his words. Yeah, very intuitive. Like even the other day, like his dad and I got into an argument, and of course I started crying in the morning. And you know his sister was there, so she took the kids, and we were able to talk through it. And like two hours later, we were sitting at breakfast, and Cameron just looked over at me. He said, "I'm sorry you cried this morning, mommy." And I, I could cry thinking about it right now. And I'm just like, it's okay, baby. I was like, you know, sometimes your emo- how your emotions get the best of you when you cry, when you're trying to communicate how you feel. It's like, that's all. I was like, everything's fine. But just the fact that he had the acknowledgement, you yeah, know? Yeah, for sure. No, he's emotionally intelligent. Super, super, yeah. super. So I, so I recognize that th- I have that experience with him. And I'm, I'm not saying that Kaya needs to be the same, but... You know, you ever hear people be like, I don't understand what happened with this kid. We're the same two parents. Yeah. yeah. But you got to parent kids differently, man. Yeah. Well, she's a just, she's like you said, she's a different person. And I think the most, <laughs> the most important thing is that like understanding that and keeping that in your forefront every time you parent her, because I think we can lose an appreciation for who a child is when we compare them to their sibling. Do you that know part, what I mean? Yep. And so I think the most important thing for you, or the advice that I would give you that you didn't ask for, but <laughs> you want it. I asked for it. Oh, okay. I said, how do you do it? Okay. Cause you have four personalities you're dealing with. I think I'm in shock because this is my second. Yeah. And it's so like going from one to two is such mm-hmm. a, a huge jump. So yes, I, I welcome always it. tell people to let your children introduce themselves to you. I think mm. that that is like the one thing that I would tell every single parent. Let your child introduce themselves to you. Like you have these ideas of who you think they are, what you think they want based off of you're like, oh, he has a natural sports ability or whatever. Mm -hmm. And he could genuinely like, like basketball, you know what I mean? But he also could genuinely have a different calling. And so in his six year old body, he's six, right? Yeah. Seven. Seven. Jesus. Seven year old (laughs) body is probably telling him, but that's, that's what you're saying. Like, that's a hard thing to know. Same thing as Jared. I would say the same thing about me. My mom was very loving and accepting, but she never pushed me Mm -hmm. to do anything I didn't want to do. Right. And I always was like, dang, I wish she would have, you Mm -hmm. know what I mean? Because we don't know, but also I 
developed into another space that was always innately there, if that makes sense. Right. I always was writing. You tapped into yeah, it. Yeah. And so it just came full circle. And that doesn't happen for everyone. Some people struggle through life because no one pushed them or assisted them or kind of helped them, guided them. But I think getting to know your child, spending time with them, introducing them to different things, mm-hmm. not letting them quit, but also listening to them. That quitting part. Yes. yes. Like Amira, I had her in dance for four years and she every time I'm like, I don't want to do it. And I couldn't tell if she just didn't like it or if she just was being lazy. lazy. And so I mean, and I remember she was six years old. She was like, mommy, please do not sign me up for dance again. I do not like it. And I was like, well, you have to do something. She was like, I want to do karate. Boom. I mean, and when she, winning awards, skipping belts, going to U.S. Opens, like, um, and when I saw her in karate, I had the biggest parental epiphany, like watching your child shine and do something that they love it's a comp- completely different child when you're forcing them to do something that they don't want to do. That part. Do you know what I mean? Oh, I agree. I completely agree. It's and that- just helping them figure out Hel- what they want to do. That is the struggle. And that was some kids just don't know. They, they just don't know. They don't want to do that. Yes. <laughs> and that was the conversation that I had with him in the car. That was the right. Re- when he said it's confusing, I was like, okay. Yeah. So it's not that you don't like it. It's that you're confused, but you're challenged by the confusion. Right. Okay, cool. No problem. We'll explore everything. And that's why I told him, yeah. I said, you don't have to become a basketball player. That's not why we're doing this. Mm-mm. You know, really. And I love that idea. I love that that advice. Let your kids introduce themselves to you. Yeah. I don't care what it is. Tell me what you're into. Yeah. Ta- ta- like, know who you are. Yes. And and meet each child each day differently, too. Like, I really try to, when I'm talking to four different people every Mm-mm-mm. single day, I really have to be like, this is not her. This is not her. Because... <laughs> Azara and Asia, like they're so close and they do everything together. They are completely different people. Yes. Night and day, how the Asia is extra sensitive. She is not going to tell me what's wrong. She's just going to cry. She's going to storm off. She's going to mm. walk off. Like that's kind of how she, like earlier today, she was arguing with her sister over, she went to Disney World and then she got like, they like to take the pamphlets, the maps right. from Disney. <laughs> I don't know why. So she had the map. I mean, we know why. Okay. Because so, we all did it. Right. And then not me. It's a souvenir. I, I, it's not to me. It's just junk, but it's fine. Were <laughs> you never four years old? I never did that. I don't like, I've, you can ask my mom. I've always been the same way. A minimalist? Yes, consistently. And so... <laughs> And so I just, I just get you ain't never kept concert stubs and all no, that I stuff. I didn't do that yet. Yeah. I had concert stubs. Yeah, but I put them all in neatly in, yes. a, um, in a book. Okay. And put it away. Well, we all know that you're going to put her pamphlets neatly <laughs> in a drawer somewhere. Well, not this time. So Tata took her pamphlet from her. And I've been trying to teach them when the baby takes something, don't rip it out of their hands. Yes, right. Like, because it'll, it'll get torn. Yeah. So I'm like, don't rip it out of their hands. Tell me or daddy and I'll get it from them. But you know, they're still children. They don't listen. So what she do, she tried to take it from Tata and it, and ripped. it ripped. So I come in the room. And I just see, I this is what I walk into the room. Asia is just ripping. The, oh, she doubled down on she's it. She's ripping it and shredding it into pieces. And I'm like, what's going on, baby? Like, why are you ripping your map? And she was like, well, I try to take it. You told us not to take stuff from Tata, but I did anyways. And I tried to take it from her and it ripped. So I'm upset. And so she's just ripping the whole. And I mean, it was low key, like very scary to me how she was ripping that thing. Right. Because I mean, every little piece and part that right. she could find. And I just realized too, in that moment, like 
seeing her for who she is and how she deals with things right. and knowing like, and now I'm going in my head, like how do I teach my daughter how to deal with her big emotions? Mm-hmm. How do I teach her how to not take when something happens and are you that person and you're just going to like make it worse or just set right. the shit on double fire? Down. Yeah. She's definitely a double downer. You know what mm. I mean? And so I was like, okay. And I think those are the important moments is when we see that our child is a yeller or, you know, more aggressive or whatever. It's not, comparing them because they're never going to be the other kid it's more so like going online because i'm a quick i will google very quickly she is always laughing at me and i google the most spot on things how to get your child to stop yelling what do you do when your kid is a screamer like because the answers will pop up yeah you know what i mean and i will read online go to different parenting things watch youtube videos and i will try every single method because for me being a child who had extreme feelings and was always being told that I was evil or something because I didn't know how to express my feelings properly, but no one taught me how they just labeled me. Do you know what I mean? And so I try to stay away from that with kids labeling them or just really like letting, assuming that's who they are as a person versus like, this might be a moment and they need to learn how to handle it and deal with it. If Mm -hmm. that makes sense. You know what I mean? Yeah. I, find all these things even on Instagram and we share a lot of the stuff yeah. in the mom's den chat and and tactics and things like in the ways that you try things and I find myself like the other day Jared was getting frustrated and then like I redirected um I was gonna say Tata <laughs> I redirected Kaya's energy and he was like oh that was really good and in my mind I was like oh that is really good something stuck but then child 90% of the time I forget and I just find myself responding emotionally because it's a job it's a job and that's the thing that I think that I'm learning and for anyone out there who's listening (laughs) is that we don't have the answers none of us have the answers there are resources and therapists and google sites and all these things but it's it's practice even for us the same way it's practice for us with our children and our children we have to teach them the practice of effectively communicating it's practice for us to remember how to regulate ourselves in those moments because that is the challenge for me. That's because I just I feel like sometimes I just get to a point where I'm like, nah, just just don't because just don't act this way. That's how we were treated. Because that is how we were treated. We weren't that's regulated. True. And so we don't know how to show up in a regulated way with our children. Mm-hmm. And we're trying to regulate them without being regulated ourselves. We're literally healing as we're raising our children. Siri. Play regulate. <laughs> bum, 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 bum. Regulators. Okay. That's the answer for today. But no, you know how Fee said that she hired a behavioral specialist. That's a job. Mm-hmm. Teaching a child Girl. how to behave. It just challenges you. Mm-hmm. Like not everybody, not every parent is like willing to do the work too. Because mm, I could easily key. just scream and get your ass over there and pull, <laughs> and pull a Mama Lori. But <laughs> as she said, and I'm a Mama Donna, right, child? I'm like, no. It just, it doesn't. Yeah, no. Oh, unhealed people trying <laughs> Wait, to heal that's people. Sigh. That's sigh of relief, both of y'all. <sighs> well, you know, it's just nice to know that. There is hope. Yes. There are resources. There's resources. There's you also mamas going through the same alone. thing. There's schools. <laughs> there, you know what I mean? It just, it, it really is. Yes. It's, and I know people are just like, she's only a year. Uh-huh. Come on over. See for yourself. People, that's the thing too that can be a little frustrating when people are like, oh, but they're just this age. Mm-hmm. And it's like, no, but I don't think you understand like how much this child is terrorizing me behind closed doors. Yes. Like it's a lot and it's yes. overwhelming and I cry and I'm stressed out. Yes. Like mm-hmm. stop sticking up for the kid. I and need help. <laughs> and, yeah, and also like 
I am a firm believer that, first of all, children at, in when they're super small like this, like a year, two years, they're sponges. Yeah. So everything that they're learning, seeing, experiencing is what is forming them. Yeah, they come as themselves, but their environments are shaping them. So I'm really mindful of this. And mm-hmm. I'm trying to say, what is the foundation I want for my relationship with my daughter? What is the foundation I want for her in a, as a girl in this world? Because that strong will thing. Hell yeah, I love it. I'm a champion that every single time. The same way I'm sitting here trying to find Cam's focus and things and figure out she's not going to have that problem. I can see it already. Homegirl's going to know what she wants to do, what she don't want to do, and it's going to be clear, mapped out. And that's the benefit of that. Mm-hmm. But also at the same time, that damn strong will is going to throw that water bottle across the room every single time yeah. because that's what she wants to do. And I'm like, girl, you can't mm. throw the water bottle Across the room. Yeah. I think that's the most important thing too, what you're saying is a surrender. I like to look at it as a surrender. I think Azara is my second child. Mm. They always say the second child is the one. <laughs> that's the one who comes to teach you. I'm the second child. Ooh, I'm the second child. Too. Yeah, I am too. I I'm definitely my, teach my No, mom. I'm not. I'm the third. It's fine. I'm the third to everybody. I definitely my mommy, teach my, mom. my dad, somebody's third. I'm the, I'm the second daughter, but I'm definitely the third child. But I feel like I learned through Azara to surrender when she... Honestly, Azara reminds me a lot of Kaya. She definitely came out. She was Virgoing from birth. Like she knows what she wants. She and she's so specific to the point where you think it's like she's so honest. She's so honest. Listen, you got to remember, Kaya was set to be a Capricorn, and she's very close to the to the cusp. Good luck. That Earth sign Capricorn mm. baby. I've her rising is Capricorn. Yeah, I absolutely see what it is. That Virgo Capricorn, I know. Yeah, that Earth like no, but she's and her honesty is like whew. It's, it's overwhelming sometimes. You know what I mean? Because, mm-hmm. but I'm like, okay, my child is honest. Mm-hmm. She's strong. Mm-hmm. She's thoughtful. Mm-hmm. And she's a leader. Mm-hmm. She Kaya is 100% yes. a leader. So I when see you're yeah. raising a leader, that means that you kind of have to follow a little bit. And Ooh. I realize that it's not... <laughs> I've been with the bars today. Ashley I've been coming the with the bars like today. Dove, yo. No, we but- <laughs> gonna sound bite these ones out. Just look for the snaps, Crystal, because that's where they at. No, but seriously, <laughs> I realized like I, I can't. I'm not about to tell Azara what to do. Mm. What's the point? No, she's not gonna listen to you. She's not. <laughs> but I'm gonna just guide her. Yeah, I'm absolutely. gonna let her know she can't disrespect me. Right. And I'm gonna let her lo- lo- know how to be respectful. Yes. So I and I that is the key. You got to know what your job is with each child. Absolutely. Right? Which, my mission with Azara <laughs> is to teach her how to be respectful. My mission with with Amira is to teach her how to speak up for herself more. Mm. My mission with Asia is to teach her how to express her feelings in a healthy way. Oh, I love. Her. My mission with Tata, I don't know. <laughs> Honestly, She's I feel like that's Chia's responsibility. That's Chia's business. It's not mine. <laughs> <laughs> My mission with Tata is to let her daddy raise her. You stupid. Because I'm tired. <laughs> I'm tired of knowing my children so well. Oh, my God. Oh, no, Tata. you know what? Tata actually is my teacher. Mm-hmm. My mission with her, she's taught me to be more loving. That's what I was going to say. I was a like, loving child. I feel yes. like she so teaches loving. you to be, like, loving touching, and touching, carefree. Soft. And, like, yeah, she's, she's very soft. I have entered a different softness in myself that I have never experienced before. Soft life with Tata. Soft life with Tata. Soft life with Tata. Yeah, soft life with yeah Tata. And she's just, like, she's just chill, like, I, but my best friend, my sister's a Sagittarius, my best friend, Dro, my best friend, Nalo. I love Sagittarius. And one thing up in my homegirl, Chris, um, Christina is one. One thing about them is they're like, 
low-key selfish, but they are very loyal. They're very loving, but they're very determined and they know what they want and they are not going to let anyone or anybody get in the way. And I'm telling you, every single Sagittarius that I know is like that. Shout out to Jay-Z. He's one too. Mm -hmm. But like, that is a sign of people who are like, they're just zeroed in. You know what I mean? They have a goal and you kind of, you, you do not get in their way. You got to love them by next to them. You know how there's some people in this world where it's like, they got to be free. Yeah. Those are free spirited no people. You, no, you cannot contain them. That's the number one way where you will get pushed back and they're going to push back to the death. Yeah. So yeah. I just really like am here to just experience my children and hope they're good people. <laughs> But I've let go. I think our parents try to control us. 100%. And that's why we don't, we're learning how to un, uncontrol ourselves and right. control ourselves at the same time. <laughs> and we don't, we're not really into that because the only way you can control people is through abuse and power. Yeah. And if you, yeah. if you want to have abuse and power over your kids, they're going to do everything you say, but they're not going to respect you. They're going to fear you. And so I want my kids to respect me because I want them to respect other people. I want them to fear me a little bit too. I'm really? Not gonna lie. Yes. A little bit? Well, yes. You have to whoop them because ain't nobody no, gonna no, fear no. you unless you hit them. No. You have to whoop them. No, I don't think you got to whoop them. But I do think a little bit of fear is important. How are you going to accomplish fear? But but do you, that's what I was going to say. Do you say that because that is what has been given to you and that's what you know? Because I feel like if you're teaching your children the root of what respect I is. I was going to say, is it respect like, or fear? That's what I was going to say. Word. You want your children to respect you because this is, I'm going to tell you, I have a teenager. This is an ongoing conversation with my teenage daughter. It's really to me, I don't want her to fear me because to me, that's really like, that's out. I want her to respect me so much that she's like, this is not okay for me. Like, this is not okay for our family. This is not something that my mom would be okay with. This is not right for me because that mentality is what's going to carry her through life and her friendships and her relationships of understanding the value of another person yeah. who you say that you love and respect and like how to honor them because I'm looking at my siblings and myself and like fearing our parents. But then as soon as they turn 18, they go off and do whatever the hell they want anyway. You know what I mean? And then you start what, when you go through that stage where you don't think about your family, you're not thinking about how your behavior, your actions affect your mom and dad. But like, for me, I want her to, to have a level of respect for me where she doesn't have a desire to disrespect me. If that makes sense. Oh, yeah. I, I, you know can, what I mean? I think that that <laughs> the fear is me being funny, <laughs> but that's really what it is. It's the respect. It's like, I want you to understand that. And, and also too, and of course, because we all know who raised me because we listened to the episode <laughs> is that I do believe that there are certain consequences that actually are things. So it's like, there are co consequences to your actions. So yes. in the disrespect, you might need to be a little fearful that like, I might be disappointed mm. or I, there is a consequence okay. or like, I'm going to come and be like, Hey, that's not okay. Yeah, yeah. I don't ever want my kids to fear me. Like, Oh my God, like I'm yeah, so yeah. terrified of my mom. Like, no, because that's something that I definitely had to navigate growing up. Yeah. And I did not, I do not want that for my daughter. Like I said, I'm trying now to develop this level and I literally speak to her because I know she gets it I say to her I'm like trust mommy yeah trust me mm -hmm. you can trust me I even say that to her when I'm like bathing her and I clean her Aww, and I'm that's because she also can be very like no don't touch me leave me alone and I'll be like it's okay it's mommy trust mommy and so I'm trying to affirm these things at yeah, a very yeah. young age because I do believe that to your point respect is the ultimate reward I have a know? question when you're parenting her what are you healing and learning about yourself that mm. was maybe dormant mm, oh good. me mm -hmm. I'm expert I just I recognize that her fire is her power mm -hmm. and it's funny because I see her and I'm like oh my gosh why are you so challenging 
And then I think about my mom yeah. saying that to me as a kid. Yeah. And I'm like, oh no, she gets the spice from me. Yeah. How do you how do you like appro- how do you approach it in parenting? That's why I feel like parenting is so dope because you're literally parenting your child while reparenting parenting yourself. yourself. Yeah. You know? So it's that's why I'm like, so you see this spicy and it's like, okay, how do I preserve this? Yes. Like, how do I protect this? But also not get burned by it. Yeah. <laughs> at the same and time. then you think too, and then I feel like that's when it starts to like me and my mom start to heal because I was like, damn, I get it. Right. I probably would have swung me against the wall yeah. too. <laughs> like I could I would never do that to peace, but I'm like, mm, mm. that was a moment right there. <laughs> you see it. Yeah. You yeah. It's crazy. So that's that that is the thing is that and my mom and I've had actually had this conversation where my mom is said you were just so much she said I had to wrangle you in mm. and even at that what Something. I hear is a desperation of I just needed to control the situation yeah. you know that's not how I feel about Kaya yeah I don't want to wrangle her in I want her to understand boundaries I want her to understand time and place I want her to understand re- respect, respect and yeah. trust these are the things that I want her to, because I feel differently than my parents did I am willing to honor my children's opinions how they feel about things it's not just I even told that to Cameron the other day I said he said something about no no he didn't want to do something and I was like you know what my parents used to tell me when we were kids because I said so right there's no explanation there's no explanation I was like so I'm gonna just let you know right now this is already more than some people get not saying that like you know what I mean but we're gonna do things a little differently so understand that this is a an operation of respect here yeah so I hear you you don't like what's happening I honor that but also, this is what's going to happen. Yes, yeah. girl. I had Absolutely. To, all day. Yes. Baby. Listen, <laughs> I had to talk with Amira because she had a little attitude about something. I was like, listen, there's just a lot of stuff you're going to have to do in life that you don't want to do. That part. There's. I was like, this is a thing. In this house, I respect your opinion. I hear you. But I'm like, I just want you to understand the thing about being an adult. There's a speed limit. Mm. There's an age requirement mm. to enter places. There's an age re- requirement to purchase things, Hello? to vote, to drink. There's a lot of rules in this world that you might not agree with. And you can be the type of person who doesn't want to follow them. And you're going to be in a place where everybody is who doesn't follow rules. Definitely. And I'm like, you we're we're only really free a little bit. Yeah. And I, be, I just want her to understand that yeah. because I feel like sometimes kids have a fake understanding of life. Yeah. We're still, I'm following, I don't want to pay taxes. Hello. Ever. <laughs> I do not want to give y'all my money because there are no street bumps on my street. People zoom past it. The lights still pop out when there's a storm. Like it's nothing's perfect. And I don't feel like y'all deserve my tax money. Also. But I can choose not to pay it and I will choose to be in jail. Also, <laughs> if that part. Also, by the way, they taxing us twice just on everything. Yes. We pay taxes on. I, this is the biggest setup for me. You pay taxes on good and service. They yep. tax you on your income. Yep. And then you got to pay taxes to the government. Yep. Bye. And none of make us, make and none of us want to do that. No, but guess what? We do it. Yeah. And if you don't, you going to jail. Yeah. So, and that's why I try to get her to understand. Like, there's just some stuff you gonna have to do in life that you don't want to do. You gotta get up and go to work. You don't want to yep. do that. Cool. You ain't gonna get paid. I tell Cam- be broke. I tell my line to Cameron every morning is: There's things that you want to do, and there's things that you need to do. When you finish doing the things that you need to do, you can do the things you want to do. I lay it out for him every morning because I'm mm-hmm. like, look, I know you want to sit and read that book, but you need to brush your teeth and get ready Girl. for school. OK. And that's so hard because he loves to read. But, you know, the I readers, the readers, the they readers, be lost in the books, they be lost Girl. in the books, <laughs> the Pisces. But I but I really do like I recognize that it, it is it is all a redirection of self and these children. Yeah. And I'm gonna do the best I can with what I got. But <laughs> before we get out of here, I have to tell you guys this funny. I think I did. I send you this clip about the conspiracy theories. I don't know. It was a comedian. Oh, he was talking. Yes, he funny. was talking about the conspiracy theories. And he was like, man, he's like, people out here 
who believe in conspiracy theories, they don't believe, like y'all would be like, you don't believe in any conspiracy theories? He's like, I'm not saying you got to believe in all of them, but any of them? He says, you really just think that government's out here operating above board on our behalf? He said, take it like this. He's like, the government is responsible for millions of people in a country. He says, similar to being a parent in the house. He says, I am the government of my house. I have one child to govern and I lie to that motherfucker all the time. (laughs) So if you don't think that there's conspiracies out there that they're lying to you, think about yourself as a parent and I died laughing. I was like, yo, that's hilarious. That is true. But that's the mama's den. (laughs) Thanks for listening. And if y'all have any helps and trips, tricks and tips about how to parent strong-willed children, please send them on our way. Show look good I was about to, to say, I, I was like, mm, this sounds like Shouty Swing My that Way. That used to be my song. Girl. Swing it over here, Shouty. Shouty Swing My Way. <laughs> I walked over to, to him slowly, said, I know you don't know right. me, but this might be my only shot at a tenderoni. He told me that we can do this because a girl like you, I can't resist. <laughs> 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 <laughs>